Greek culture and hazing are common practice in some universities across the United States. Oftentimes, hazing can go too far and end up in the injury or death of a person. Welcome to 90 Minute Escape and let's get right into it. Today's case is about Stone Faults. He was a 20-year-old guy. He was a sophomore and business student at Bowling Green State University, also known as BGSTU. He was described to be a beloved member of the community and a friend to anyone who was blessed to know him. I did look at his pictures and he is just a normal guy, uh, dark hair, nice smile. That's what makes this case even more touching because when you look at his pictures, you just think to yourself like um, he's just a normal young guy just like the rest of us just trying to live life and sadly this happened to him. Um, by the title, I'm sure you already know that this is a hazing case. But before I get into it, I'm just going to give a little background information on the university and the history of the fraternity Stone was trying to join. Stone was trying to join the Delta Beta chapter of Pi Kappa Alpha. These Greek names of these fraternities always seem like a tongue twister to me. So please excuse me if I mispronounce any of these names. Um, he was trying to join the Delta Beta chapter and this falls under the Pi Kappa Alpha or is it P Kappa Alpha? I don't know. They had already previously been reported of hazing prior to the incident which involved Stone. In 2018, an anonymous tip was made to the university by the roommate of a Pi Kappa Alpha member detailing that members were allegedly being sleep deprived and being forced to fight each other in their underwear in a deeply dug hole. They always do the weirdest things at these fraternities. I don't know why no one is questioning, like, why are we fighting in a hole? It's just strange. In fall of 2018, again, several members of the chapter posted a picture of themselves on Instagram. The picture has the members dressed as stereotypical chulos for Halloween. So I did a little research. So for those who may not know as well, um, chulo is basically defined as chulo is uh, basically defined as a Spanish term that has different meanings, and its origin is somewhat of a derogatory term for people of mixed blood heritage in Latin America. But apparently Chulo is no longer necessarily referring only to ethnic heritage, but therefore it is not always meant negatively. But either way, I think any person who is not from that culture should just stay away from that word. So the members of this chapter posted a picture onto Instagram are dressed as these chulos and their caption was your culture is my costume hashtag chulo gang now it's one thing to be like oh i like your culture and that's why i wore this and it inspires me but when you're specifically writing your culture is my costume hashtag chulo gang like you have no excuse there you're caught red-handed and that is straight up messed up why would you even write that? That's not even like a cool thing to even write as your caption. It's just weird. The chapter soon deleted the post and they released an apology statement. And the students involved were suspended from the fraternity for a year. Later on, a university investigation found that students were protected by the First Amendment and they were not found to have violated any code of conduct. 
but I don't know. I still think it's wrong to post something like that and caption it that way, especially in this day and age. This was 2018. That's not too long ago. In 2019, the university received another report about the chapter forcing new members to drink what they called a family drink at the fraternity's big little review party. So littles are kind of like the the newbies and then bigs are like the older members in the fraternity. So they were having like a big little review party. From December of 2019 to May of 2020, the Pi Kappa Alpha National Organization placed the chapter on probation. And in February of 2021, Stone and eight other students were placed into Pi Kappa Alpha. So this was not very long ago when uh, this incident happened. This is very recent. Right now, we're in 2022, this happened in February of 2021. All the pledges were given a new member handbook which told them to attend all ritual events, which one of those was the hazing incident which happened in March, the event at which Stone uh, was a victim of. Prior to that, they were told to inform the professors of the possibility that they would be absent from class the next day. I'm just wondering how these professors like didn't realize like a bunch of students were just saying they're not going to attend class the next day, or maybe it's just known that... Um, Around this period of time, there's all these uh, initiation ceremonies happening. On March the 4th of 2021, Stone and all the other new members of the fraternity arrived around 8.30pm to the off-campus house known to the members as the Bando. They were dressed in formal attire and taught to use their ties as blindfolds before they were laid inside in a single file. The members were led to the basement where they were pushed and yelled at, whilst there was a lot of loud music playing as well. Once in the basement, their blindfolds were removed and they were introduced to their respective big. A big is like an older member who would serve as a mentor to the little in the fraternity. As part of the ritual, new members of the fraternity were highly pressured to drink a fifth of a high alcohol liquor bottle, which is approximately about... 750 milliliters which is bigger than the plastic bottle of coca-cola if i'm not mistaken i think that one is like 550 so they were told to drink about 750 milliliters of high alcohol liquor we're talking like spirits that's insane i can't even like imagine how many shots are in that bottle that's a lot however even though the members were told to drink about a fifth of the bottle they were not required to finish the whole bottle to continue the pledge process. Each little was gifted a bottle of the family drink, which in this case of Stone, it was Evan Williams whiskey. So this is some serious stuff guys. This is uh, a lot of whiskey to drink at a go. All the pledges then began drinking their bottles. According to eyewitnesses, Stone finished his bottle in only 18 minutes. That is a really short time to drink all that alcohol. Even on a night out, like if you're taking shots, people space those out. No one is taking like five shots at one go. That's crazy. The organizers of the event placed empty trash cans in the basement of the bando in anticipation that the littles were going to throw up. So they knew like these guys are going to get really drunk today. Witnesses reported that Stone threw up and he had trouble walking. 
His big and two other members led him to a car and they drove him to his apartment. They then left him alone on his couch after spending some time with him in the apartment. Half an hour later, at approximately 10.30 p.m., I don't know if you guys realize how short of a period this is, the party started at 8.30 p.m. and this guy is already at his house around 10 p.m. Who gets knocked out drunk in about 1 hour 30 or 2 hours? That is a crazy short period of time. And I later on also heard his parents talking about how short of a period this is. Like, that's just insane. So yeah, about half an hour later after the big had taken Stone to his house, this was approximately around 10.30pm, his roommate came home and he called Stone's girlfriend to help look after him. At this point, he was unconscious. Soon after that, he had stopped breathing and his face had turned blue. Stone's girlfriend called the police at around 11.23pm and his roommate was performing CPR on him. Once the paramedics arrived, Stone was taken to the hospital and he later had to be airlifted to another hospital. His blood alcohol content was about 0.394, which is really high. Just to give a little reference, um, um, a blood alcohol content level of 0.08 or 0.1 is considered to be quite high, but Stone had a level of 0.394. That is crazy high. Despite their best efforts, the doctors could not save him. Stone ended up passing away from alcohol intoxication and his body was prepared for organ donation. His heart, lungs, liver, kidneys and other organs were able to be donated. It's so sad to see such a young guy passing away at such a young age when he's got so much to live for. But I think his family can find some comfort in knowing that his organs could be donated. So many organs that he had donated are going to save so many lives. I hope his parents can find comfort in that because losing a child is not easy. I can't even begin to imagine the pain that they must have gone through. Eight men were charged in connection with Stone's death. They ranged from ages from 19 to 23. I'm not going to go into detail of each person and their charges because that's a lot and I don't want to bore you. Some of the charges included third degree felony involuntary manslaughter, tempering with evidence, obstruction of justice, hazing and failure to comply with underage alcohol laws. Yeah, because Stone was only 20 at the time and in America you have to be 21 to drink so this was totally illegal especially some of the members who are forcing these uh pledges to drink way older than that is totally illegal i will touch on a few specific people in the case because um this was recent and um we have some information of a few people and how their cases went there was one guy by the name of niall sweeney he reached a plea deal in which all his charges were dropped except for one count of felony tempering with evidence. In October of 2021, another guy by the name of Aaron Lean pled guilty to 11 of his 17 charges, including tempering with evidence, hazing and tempering with evidence. On May 12 of 2021, Stone's mother, Sherry Fultz, she brought a civil lawsuit against Pi Kappa Alpha 
and the Delta Beta chapter, as well as 10 others for the wrongful death of her son. I listened to an interview of Don's mother and father, and they really do want justice for their child, which is expected. Um, roughly, I'm not gonna, I don't take my words as a word for it or a direct quote from what they were saying, but what I got from what she was saying was that um, these kids did have a hand in her son's death. I mean, if you... If you're performing these rituals, then you have to have some responsibility if something like this happened. Each little was given a bit to take care of him. But in this case, Stone was left alone at his house and and his mother brought this up. She feels like he was left there to die, which is understandable because maybe, you know, when it comes to things of health and you know, near-death experiences. We all know that time is of the essence. And he was left alone for some time. And between the time of him leaving the... Between the time of him leaving the the fraternity house and the time when the police were called, this was from 10 to 11. Within this time frame, uh, they could have taken him to the hospital if he really looked like he was in bad shape. I don't know. This is just me speculating on how things could have been better. Who knows if he could have been saved if they had acted more quickly. Or who knows, maybe they were just taking it as he's just, you know, he's just passed out. He's just drunk. Just leave him for the next day. Um, They are university students and anyone who's been in university, I'm sure you know how many people pass out after parties and all that stuff and i don't think anyone ever thinks that yo should we take this guy to the hospital he passed out everyone is normally like just take him home go home already but that's the thing um i think young people need to start realizing that alcohol is poisonous and you could die from that it's not a joke it's not to be taken lightly and especially if you are forcing young people to drink then you have to know that there could be consequences do i think that these people had malicious intent did they want to kill stone probably not but did the actions cause that i mean yeah Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that it's understandable that his family wants justice because at the end of the day, they've lost their son and someone is responsible and I'm sure they want justice. After the incident with Stone, the chapter was found guilty on all conduct charges and was permanently expelled from the campus. This was in April of 2021 and in July of 2021, BGSU announced that they were going to expel three students and they were going to suspend 18 additional students for the hazing event. So yeah, there were so many people involved in this case and I wonder if peer pressure had something to do with it because you know, whenever people get together and they're doing bad decisions they kind of hype each other up i don't know what that's about it's just a bad situation altogether um that's it for the details of the case uh for my thoughts on the case it was not too long ago that i covered a case on timothy piazza 
Stone's case is pretty similar to Timothy's case, but it's crazy because this one is uh, more recent and it's sad to see that this is still going on even now. It just shows that the knowledge of alcohol and its um, dangers is clearly not being understood by everyone. I think as people we need to understand that university and drinking is just a match it is a pair that we cannot separate so we need to start spreading how to drink responsibly to young adults it's sad to see that there are so many young people that are dying from hazing it's all really silly and not worth the extreme extents that people take it to like i mentioned in this case this chapter had made uh, people fight in a hole that they dug. Like, why do you have to fight in a hole? What does that have to do with um, pledges trying to join your fraternity? Is there no better way to um, do this without putting people in danger? That's what this is all about. It's a, I'm not saying that um, cancel Greek culture or whatever. You know, these days a lot of like cancel culture. I don't know what that means to American universities. I don't know what the background is with the Greek culture at universities. Maybe it goes way back. But I feel like if they want to keep it on board, they can find better ways of doing these uh, initiation ceremonies of theirs. There's no need for anyone to be put at harm or people um, dying. There are so many cases, you know, and it's... <laughs> I come across so many cases with so many ways in which um, these pledges have passed away and it's just so sad and unnecessary. These people are young and they're just going into university. They should be a fun time in their lives. No one needs to pass away because of such a thing. So yeah, um, these fraternities need to do better. No one is perfect, but at least do better in trying to at least make sure everyone is safe i've said this before that oftentimes i've been out drinking and especially in that university scene when everyone is thinking about the next round of shots and no one is considering the fact that alcohol can be poisonous it can literally kill you if you have too much at a goal this is the official message to you and to me and everyone listening that we should all drink responsibly and take care of your friends and yourselves when you're out drinking. You want to have fun, but no one needs to die from uh, drinking. That is just uncalled for. No one, no one needs to die from what is supposed to be a fun moment. Of course, in Stone's case, this is different. This is him being forced to down about a fifth of a bottle of whiskey. And in his case, he went ahead and did a whole bottle. And this is what I mean about peer pressure. I feel like he might have gone the extra mile because there's so many people around at this event. And sometimes, you know how guys are. It's like you want to do the most sometimes. But obviously, it's relatable. It's relatable. None of this... No one should look at this and judge anyone in this situation because it's relatable. As in, I can see this situation playing out. How, uh, even though you know that you shouldn't be drinking a fifth of a bottle of whiskey, but if there's so many people around you telling you like, oh, you gotta down this thing, or you're not gonna join our fraternity, come on. You know, like, you know, when there's that vibe around you, I can see how someone can feel the pressure to do something like this, even though... 
looking at looking at it through sober eyes it seems like yo that's an extreme amount of whiskey you shouldn't be drinking that in the moment i can understand how someone can feel the pressure to do that so let's not judge the situation let's just learn from it uh like i always say um it's just a great opportunity for me to cover this case and share a stone story and i just hope that even though stone is not here anymore his story can help many more people out there and hopefully improve the hazing culture at universities that's it for today thank you for listening and please tune in next time for my next episode just a reminder that there's still good out there in the world so please go out there and be the good that you want to see in the world bye